What's up, y'all? It's Mace Blanco on 610 from G's to Millions. I don't need clout the podcast. Make sure you like and subscribe and follow us on all channels. We're on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and everywhere else that you can listen to podcasts. Let's get into it. All right, so on today's episode, we're not covering any trending news. We're not covering any people. We're not actually even covering any clout chasers, believe it or not. Today, I just wanted to come with a message, and that message is going to be some encouraging words for you about trusting the process, about believing in yourself, about starting today. Today, I want to encourage everybody that has a dream, that has a vision, that has goals for themselves, that it's okay to start where you are. Don't be afraid to start today. But with that being said, I got to throw in a disclaimer I'm not saying to just go ahead and wing it. I'm not saying go rogue and improv everything that you get into, expecting to get a positive outcome, thinking that you're going to get far with that. Realistically, you still got to be some kind of calculated with the things that you do. With that disclaimer in there, what I'm saying is go ahead and start with a plan. You got to use today to take some kind of action towards what it is that you're trying to accomplish. And the reason for that is if you have an idea or a vision and you don't have goals that align with really getting that completed or getting to where you want to be, that vision is really just a dream. And if it's a dream, it's it's not going to come true. You got to be sleep to have a dream. Like you're going to be, you're not going to be in it. And I use the example, like it's kind of like winning the lottery. Like everybody would want to win the lottery. Some people play in, in hopes that they win, but realistically it's just a dream. And I'm not going to sit up here and just preach a message without giving you some kind of uh, tangible feedback here. So What I'm going to do is give you a real life example of how that applies to me. And that would be for this podcast. I don't need cloutpodcast.com. Like, bro, hear me out for real. Like, I don't have a flashy studio. I got my laptop. I got a mic. And I'm in my cluttered ass garage making shit happen. If I was going to sit around and wait until I had the fucking 4K cameras and the best recording mic for podcasts and a whole setup where I could have a panel of people, bro, I would have never got started because you're not just going to have all of that from the jump. Most likely I went ahead and got started. I started planning. Then I started executing that. And I just, one day I got started. God willing, one day I'm going to have a way better setup. I'm going to have an actual studio to record in. I'm going to have better mics. I'm going to have 4K cameras. And in my studio, I'll have a whole setup mic'd up for, for a panel of guests. I'll be able to pay my guests pay my my co-host, hire a staff, but I'm not there yet. So I had to work with what I got. And I just want to praise God and thank God that I was allowed and, and given the opportunity to execute on an idea that I had to turn it into something, to nurture that seed until it can grow into something fruitful. And I'm trusting the process. I'm trusting in God. I know what my vision has. So I'm going to execute until we get there. I'm not waiting for that perfect opportunity when the whole scenario is perfect to get started. No, I just went ahead and got started, but I did plan first. And this is how my plan started off. I was thinking that, you know, I'm passionate about art and music. One of my future co-hosts, he's passionate about fashion, music, culture, everything, right? So I was thinking that I'm going to gear my podcast solely towards that. And on top of that, I already had some podcasting experience. So With all of that together, it just seemed like a good idea. And speaking of my podcast and experience, I want to just tie this into one of my life mottos. I really believe that everything that you try in life, everything that you attempt to do, even if it is a huge failure and it blows up in your face, that experience that you gained has some kind of significance as far as preparation for what you're about to do next 
and also like what you're called to do overall. I just had to throw that in there real quick. But the podcast that I was on was called Vibe City. And on Vibe City, we have four hosts, Mace Blanco, Lion Pryor Richie, Squale Evans, and my boy, Smoothie General. So with four hosts, we all started it together. We got 25% equity each. But when you start something off with a couple people, I'm going to just explain how that went. We all had different schedules. We all had different priorities. We all had a different vision of what we wanted out of the podcast and where we wanted it to go, where we wanted it to take us. And I think that's a, a very realistic assessment. I would say that that's completely fair. I would say it's completely normal. I have no resentment towards them. They have no resentment towards me. And we don't fault each other at all. We all mutually agreed that after 20 episodes, we decided to end the show. We completed season one and then we moved on. But I say all that to say this. There was a lot of learning experience and podcasting experience that I was able to get as far as how things work, as far as how to get things published, as far as how to get advertisements and ambassador deals from doing Vibe City that I was able to carry over to my own brand. And again, I have no grievances with how any of that went. The learning experiences that I got, I would say, was that with it being four of us and us all being on different schedules, we could only produce like one episode a week at max. Something that I wanted to do was be able to produce content at the rate that I was comfortable at, at the rate that I knew I could produce content at. But it really wasn't feasible doing it in such a, a group like that. I, I would say large group, but it was really just four of us. But it's really hard to coordinate everybody to be on the same page when it comes to producing content. Everybody got to be up for it. Everybody got to be prepared. And it doesn't always work out that way. Another takeaway that I had from Vibe City that I was able to apply to my own content was bro our topics were fucking random i would go back and listen to the episodes and there's a lot of laughs in there there's a lot of good shit in there for real like no complaints whatsoever like it was really a vibe you could catch up on everybody's personality you would start to really fuck with the show but bro the topics was from like completely polar opposite topics in the beginning you start listening we had a topic to start with and then by the end of the show you're like how the fuck did we get here it was real hard to write up titles and like the title of the show wouldn't capture like everything that we talked about in that show because bro the spectrum of like randomness was just like too much to capture in like a title or a description and then with that being said it's like we were doing really like long format content and realistically we should have chopped that up into like shorter forms of content and then we could have labeled that better and probably had more interaction with people i would say our interaction was was pretty solid all of us came into it with really no expectations but that's something that i wanted to do different i wanted to be more on topic i wanted to be more specific and i wanted to be able to deliver content in a, a more digestible format so that you don't have to listen to like 56 minutes of me rambling about like 26 different topics and lastly like one thing that was just necessary was that vibe city was only audio we didn't have video so like it would be on youtube but it would just be like our logo and then you could go listen to the audio of that i knew that for my brand to be able to compete, to be able to advertise on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, to be on social media, I'm going to need video to be competitive. Audio just does not compete as well as having a video accompanied by the audio. Of course, I'm on Spotify. I'm on Apple Podcasts. I'm on places that that just play the audio, but it's a certain audience that goes there. This way, I'm able to capitalize on social media and capitalize on YouTube, growing my YouTube channel, getting my subs up 
because I'm not just showing my logo over and over and over again and hoping that you click on a catchy title. So now I got video, I got thumbnails, I got things that would be enticing for a viewer to come check out. And I learned that from my experience with Vibe City. So had I not planned and had I not had that experience already, by the time I launched, I don't need cloutpodcast.com. It wouldn't have hit the same. I wouldn't have had the same level of engagement that I thankfully have at this time. And that's really where planning comes into play because again, like I said, I did a lot of research, especially more zoomed in on the topics and, and type of podcast that I wanted to do and really leverage upcoming artists and build my brand and build their brand and work together and have this vision so we can kind of come to some kind of mutual success. But when I start looking around and I start watching that content, bro, there is like an oversaturated market of shitty ass podcasts. It'll be a nobody type of interviewer interviewing a nobody type of artist. And guess who's listening to that? You got it. Absolutely nobody. And you could tell they didn't do their research. They wouldn't have a clue of who the artist is beforehand. They go in asking the same exact questions to every person. They'll start out. So where are you from? That's like a straightforward, like I'm from here. Then they'll usually follow up with like, oh, tell me what your childhood was like. What was your upbringing like? And bro, it's all the same shit. Like that's not going to bring your audience in. Like we don't really want to hear you ask every single unknown artist the same exact questions. Like, yeah, of course, somebody would have a different answer to those things. But it's like, bro, that's not really enticing for me to watch as a viewer. And then the shit that gets me, a lot of artists would answer that question. Like, what was your upbringing like? Especially hip hop, rap artists. They would always answer it with like some negative ass story, the most traumatizing shit that ever happened to them. Like, bro, if you ask me what my upbringing was like, I'm going to try to be in the state of mind that I'm in now. So from like birth to like where I'm at now. Why would I answer that with the most traumatic thing that ever happened to me? I understand that trauma changes people, but to be successful, you can't stay in that mind frame. You can't just adapt the victim mentality. I understand that a good story or like an underdog story is like a magnet for marketing, but a lot of this shit's really just played out. And you can tell who's authentic and who's not, who had a sweet, easy ass life. And then they're trying to make it seem like they were raised in the trenches and they had nothing to eat and the heat was off and they were cold every night and they didn't have clothes and they wore hand-me-downs and they got locked up for trapping and they had bricks. It's like, all right, bro, I just seen this shit, same type of dialogue in the last five episodes with five other people I didn't know. What makes you different? And I'm not going to antagonize anybody for having trauma, bro. Everybody has some level or degree of trauma in their life. I'm not doubting that. I'm saying that doesn't define you, who you are as a person, where you are today. It definitely had an impact on who you are today, but that's not, you're not defined by your trauma. But real shit though, like I said, I'm not antagonizing anybody for the traumatic events that happen in your life. I pray that you get healing. I pray that you heal and I pray that you heal before you really start leading people because hurt people hurt people. You really got to look at who is leading you and who you're willing to follow and whose advice you're willing to take if you can tell these obvious signs that they're really not a healed person. And that's some real shit. But all right, my rant's over. I'm back to the encouragement. And I say all that to say this. I'm not trying to use the improv method and just wing it or copy the blueprint of everybody else that's in this same space getting fucking mediocre results and not having any success. Why would I copy that? So that's one thing I changed in my plan when I was still adjusting and tweaking my plan. I'm not worried about 
the guests that I have on the show. The show is going to be based on my dialogue. And if it's artists that I fuck with, obviously, like I said, I still have a passion and a love for art and music. Then I'm going to bring them on the show. I'm going to interview them. And I'm, I'm going to do my interviews and ask questions that are not just your typical questions, not the questions that you get when you just Google, what should I ask a hip hop artist during an interview? Because that doesn't breed success. Like I said, you really got to plan. You really got to do things different. You got to come in with a strategy. I'm not telling you to wing it. I am telling you to start today, but I'm not saying just go ahead and wing it. So I got to this point. If I'm not going to be using artists all the time and I'm just going to be coming up with my own content, it took me a little bit longer to be like, am I in a spot in my life to where I can share things that would be of value to other people? And I really took the time to reflect and and do some soul searching and, and, and look into myself, like take a, a, a hard look in the mirror and see like, what kind of podcast am I going to do? And while I was reflecting and while I was researching, while I was getting my brand built and getting everything together, I discovered podcasts on masculinity. I discovered the Red Pill Society. I discovered podcasts on how to be a better man, how to be a better woman, how to be a better human overall, how to make sure that you're not just following some bullshit and you really have God in your intentions. So I do cover media events. I do cover people, but realistically, and I, I hate to use the term self-help, but I really wanted to give people something that they could take something away from, like really give them gems, something that they could really learn and grow from as it helps me grow as a person as well. So with every episode we do, there is some kind of educational aspect, even when we're covering clout chasers, clout chasers every single time. Multiple times a week, we can find a clout chaser who is a good example of what not to do. You can even turn the dumbest of situations into some kind of learning experience and apply that to your life and use that for yourself and use that for your growth. So again, I appreciate y'all tapping in, listening, liking, subscribing, following us on all channels. This is Mace Blanco on 610 from G's to Millions. I don't need clout the podcast episode 12. I'll see you next time. I'll see you on the other side.